Welcome to Mox TV Talk, the podcast where we take a loving, longing look at TV and tell you this week, I never want to see Anne in her underwear again. If people are talking behind your back, then you're the one in front. I used to strap my stuff on the catwalk. Now, I'm a model housewife. I made my money the old-fashioned way. I inherited it. My name may be Stone, but everything I touch turns to gold. I never start a fight if I can't win. I'm like a fine champagne. I bubble, I fizz, and I'm the life of the party. I, I knew you were going to open with that. I did. Really? Yeah, I did. Although I'm going to give props to Anne. I could have mentioned the vibrators. It's still got to run at the I start. I did. Of- I know. And awkwardly, I watched this episode in my living room while my um, kids were sort of on the on the couch. And I quickly had to, you know, m- maneuver. Move, maneuver myself into a different position so that, you know, they couldn't question what I was watching. But Anne looked all right yeah. in her underpants. Look, sure. For someone who's 7,000 years old. There's lots of stuff that we're going to discuss about that. Uh, Mm. When we get to it, Nick McLachlan, hello. Hello. Steve, how are you? Good. A little bit of business before we kick off into, look, a marvellous episode. I am enjoying whoever's responsible for naming the episodes. Though I'm going to suggest they probably got them out of order. Why? What was it called? This one's called Tropic Thunder. Oh, nice. Nice. In, in a lot of ways, because the weather was a bit shit. Oh, yeah, it was. I know. I was a bit disappointed for them. I felt a bit sorry for them because <laughs> the weather in Port Douglas was shit. Yeah, so no, they went from shit weather in, in um, Auckland yes. to rubbish weather in Port Douglas. Nice, humid, yeah, overcast uh, yeah, weather. Yeah, beautiful. The best kind. Now, we do love it when people um, leave ratings and reviews on the iTunes store right, for yeah, the podcast. Because that, that does help us um, get found by others. We have a new one. Oh, do we? Nick? I did not know that. I know. I, I found it last night oh, and did I you? thought I would yeah. save it for the recording. Okay. Uh, it is from the wonderful Mops48. Okay. She's Mop- in America. Mops48? M-O-P-P-S. Oh, hello, Mops48. And I will point out, we've, we've been getting a few Americans mm. pop up and, mm. and review of late. And I think that this comment, the, the review, mm-hmm. may lead us to understand why we're getting a few Americans. Oh, okay. Five stars, which is, five. I have to say, if you get a review... That's, five stars. That's all you're aiming for. That's right. Nothing if, if, less. If you're going to put a four-star rating up, don't. don't. Yes. Just don't do it. We don't want that. No. It's five or nothing, people. <laughs> That's, it's really simple. All right. It starts like this. Okay. It's titled, and I hope this doesn't give it away. All right. Love it. Huh. Three exclamation points. Awesome two exclamation points. I found this podcast while searching for info on the Real Housewives of Auckland show. I am from the... So that means my SEO is working. Good job. That's very Well done, good. Steve. I am from the United States, so I watch bootleg at the moment. Ixnay oh. on the bootleg bay. I love this <laughs> podcast. The hosts are hilarious. Thank you. Yes. We, we like just, to think so. Rest on that for a You're second. You're welcome. Uh, and the show is so enjoyable. We'll take all the credit for that too. I found out so much more by listening. <laughs> and that's what we aim to do. We aim to educate. Educate and horrify. Uh, I wish I knew about this when I watched Melbourne the last few years. Yes. Oh, well, yeah. We agree. I will be listening all the time now. Oh, Thank thanks, you. Mops. 48, yeah, is it? Mops 48. And uh, I hope she's – she, he. I'm going to go – I'm going with a she. I'll lean um, it will, We'll be up for Sydney as well. Oh, yes. Oh, okay, oh, to oh, our yes. American friends, we can, we can pretty much guarantee that Sydney will be um, – Yeah. 
awesome. If, if you thought the last Three couple of seasons of Melbourne marks. were yeah. amazing, yeah. there'll be many exclamation points indeed coming off the back of Real Housewives of Sydney, just uh, because the lineup of women is so amazing that they have cast it beautifully. They are so abhorrent. Yeah, it's incredible. But Nick, back to the business at hand. Episode five, Tropic Thunder of Real Housewives of Auckland. Now, what have we learned so far? We've learned that books never help, uh, vibrators don't help, and a good class war never hurt. Oh my God, the class war gets uh, gets real. We also Winds up in this one for sure. Yeah, we also the the um, urgency to get Leah out. <gasps> oh my God! Really goodness. climbs it's becoming, to new heights. It's an international incident. Now. I think it is. There's oh. It's a lot of awkward. Oh. So much awkward. But okay. the best way to kick off, of course, is to give it a nice, you know, look at, at Auckland again, aerial shots. And I Beautiful. have to say, yeah. the, the people that have done the B-roll of uh, all these shots uh. of Auckland and those sorts of things amazing. Yeah, no, who, who the, whoever they've got filming that is doing a beautiful job. I haven't been to Auckland, but they're selling me on it. Look, look, Tourism New Zealand. We would love to come We've over We've made and this point a few Auckland. times. We will We're not at all subtle about it. Tell everyone about it. <laughs> we'll tell all of the people about how amazing Auckland is. Give us a chance. Yep. We have to fly past Michelle's house, which, of course... On Paratai Drive. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, Michelle's no, man. house. Oh, sorry, Michelle's house. No. It's penis pool. Penis pool. Sorry. We go to Paratai Drive Be- later. Yes, we go to Paratai Drive later. But no, we have to fly over the penis pool for the packing of because, the trip. Because, yeah, Michelle needs Gilda to help pack. See... Some of these things are getting contrived. That was a bit contrived. I mean, look, I how hard is it? It is not hard to pack for a tropical holiday. No. In fact, as we learn later on, it's a case of how many bikinis you got, put them in a bag, go. Go. That's it. Um, um, Michelle... Like just the fact that may, that annoyed me up front. Like I don't know how to pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, excess baggage is a problem. Yeah, depending on what you call baggage. Look, I'm excess emotional <laughs> baggage across the entire lot of. Them. Um, and was it uh, Dave warns her not to overpack? Yes, because last time what was that for three hundred, four hundred dollars? Yeah, excess that, baggage that was some significant overpacking. And then the snarky line. I think it came from Michelle, but going well, it is Australia. Now I'm not sure what she meant by that. Mm. I didn't like it. I didn't appreciate it. I wonder if Michelle had been... Did, did she reveal if this was her first trip to Australia or not? She didn't. I don't know if any of them revealed, did they? It may have been... The, I know for a couple of I'm them... I'm going to say Louise first... has definitely been here. Sure. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously. For a couple of them, this was their first Port Douglas uh, trip, certainly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, beautiful part of the world, people, definitely. Hey, Tourism Queensland, we'll let you out <laughs> that as well. Come on, kids. Um but uh, Michelle's oh. was only going to take um, three bikinis. I know you've got to take well at least four or five. Gilda says yeah, six if you got them. Yeah, and and um, we know Julia takes like seven hundred. No, oh. not that she needs them. And the matching everything. Yeah, um, and um, look, Michelle pulled out a very pretty uh, maxi frock. Um, oh yeah, warning! Lots of fashion. Lots, talk yeah. This episode, um, the I liked her. Her maxi frock was very pretty. Yeah. Um, she did sort of say, you know, obviously they'll be shopping. <laughs> Duh. Although I look, I I haven't been to Port Douglas, but uh, my parents just got back from there, and I believe there is quite a lot of shopping, but not. It's not, you know. Um, oh, there's elements. I was certainly lots of boutiquey stuff, right? Um, but it's not like you'll go and, and go to guess. Or and, and, we, and there was no footage of them shopping, which I was surprised at. I thought that because it was mentioned, mm. I did think we'd see them shopping. But no, there was too much 
other stuff too, going on. Too much other stuff. Now, we do get... I think it's revealed pretty quickly why we've had to get Gilda and Michelle together. Well, because... In um, part, it's so that... Yeah. Um, Michelle can have it to get Angela the style guru and and talk about her uh, the, and talk that, about the meeting that super awkward coffee and about um, how Angela is writing her book about being real. Brands, oh my brands, god, brands, brands, brands! My brand is so important. Oh, if, oh my god, people! If you are going to play a drinking game during this episode, use the word brand. Use brand and yeah. be prepared to call an ambulance by about minute thirty-five. Yeah, uh, yeah I think that's right. Gilda again. Um, makes some fantastic points. She looks straight into the camera and says, I create brands for a living. I know what I'm talking about. And, yes, she does, people. We've done the research. Oh, yeah. She is she is a legit brand creator. Pouring everything into um, it. Yeah, and she makes the point that even when Angela is arguing, she has that smile. And I oh. hadn't really known. I mean, I had, but... When she said that, and then they showed us some footage of it, she's right. It is. It's kind of creepy. Painted on. It's weird. And and there's elements we see later in this episode, and uh, I'm sure we've seen it before, but where Angela thinks she's particularly right, the smile comes on, but there's a particular smug glint in her there eye is, yeah. that makes it a little bit more than just the it, painted on Angela smiles. It's as if someone has has taught her that no matter what you Always keep smile. that you keep that smile on your face. Oh, it's as annoying as Anne's bloody laughter after any statement. After any makes. statement. And and she's there's a couple of examples in this episode where she says something horrible. Yeah. And then goes, and <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. So oh, much horrible. She's dreadful. Um There's also the return fill in too, where Michelle gets to fill Gilder in on uh, the dinner. Um, oh, the yes, the couple's, at, at the, uh, the couple's dinner at Matacana. That's yes. right, Louise. Uh, she gets to fill it on Louise and the sexy times. Oh, oh, Gilda's face when when oh, yeah. she was telling her about the, the sex toys. I loved how, how Gilda was like, forget packing. Yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, we'll sorry, there's, uh, there's an awful lot um, to work with there. Yeah, oh, and look, now this, this was a comment from Michelle that I, look, I think – they wanted us to just swing past, but we have to stop and collaborate mm. and mm. listen. When they were talking about the sex toys mm. moment, mm. Michelle says, I would never show, pauses, I don't have a phone. <laughs> I but, missed that. And then it gets sort of cuts off. And oh, I missed things. that. Well done. Now, rubbish. And look, fair enough, you probably wouldn't. Whip it out. No. And I do, I, I have to be corrected, people. Yes, the bag and the toys weren't just in the room. Julia did go and hunt them out. Yep, that's I, true. I, yeah, I, no, no, I no that's that true. Last week, Actually, but. and the, she, they, the two of them today were talking about, and I must have missed this in the, at, at, the, at Magicana, mm. where she talked about how she puts them in the dishwasher. Did she actually talk about that? I think so. I, think I don't remember she, that, but ooh. She said that's how she cleans them. Ooh. Well, look, I'm... No, so hot soapy water, I reckon. You just... Uh, but that's like... where your dishwasher works. No, no. Break it to you. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Hot just soapy water. Just as an aside, I heard something on Hamish and Andy the other day. They have this really funny segment yes. um, um, called... How do you wash your sink? No, Upset was... Andy. Yes. Because Andy likes things done a certain way mm-hmm. and everything has to be done according to the book and they get people to ring Which up. Which why he broke up with Megan Gale. Is it? No. But okay. I'm say that it is. Um, but they 
so they get people to ring up with things that would really upset Andy. So, you know, like sure. one guy rang up and said that the car in front of him had his windscreen wiper stuck in the middle and just kept driving and, like, Andy's head's oh, nearly exploding. Yeah. But then the next person rang up and said that his uh, his girlfriend's family just chucks the dishwasher tablet into the dishwasher, doesn't put it in the little door. Mm-hmm. And it broke him? Uh, it nearly killed him. Thoughts? Oh, look, powder you have to put in the little door. Yeah. The oh, my God, I see so where you're silent. going. Really? Like, see, my tablet. husband was that too. He said, no, the little – and Hamish was all, no, the little door's a hangover from the olden days of, of, of powder. But I'm with Andy. Anyway, sorry, I just – it was an interesting question I to me. I guess the only concern is that if it does a rinse cycle before it starts washing – I see, I haven't thought about it that deeply. Yeah. the tablet in, yep. it will prematurely start yes. to use the washing powder Very good before point. it gets to the washing well, cycle. Well, there you go. So, no, I'm with Andy. But either way... Have a look at modern Australian radio. Well, let's just capitalise on someone's <laughs> OCD tendencies uh, and turn it into it's a It's my favourite segment. I love it. I, have to, I don't listen to them anymore. I probably should. Oh, it's very funny. Uh, anyway, um... um so she washes them in the dishwasher. I, I don't see a big problem with that. No, I would offer that you probably should have a special drawer for them. You would think. Yeah, not, not where you put your glasses. Unless, well, let's be fair. Who else also? It, it's hot water. It's soapy. Hmm. Who else? It's no. It's not like, yeah, anyway. No, I think no. It's fine. All right, well, we'll beg to differ. It, it was a whole conversation that was Fifty Shades of Stop It. Yeah, that's true. And we're perpetuating it. So let's move on. Um, it did raise the question. The girls, Gilda and Michelle, did start to talk about it. Do you bring a sex toy on holidays? Uh, I don't know. It's not a situation I've been in myself. They did suggest that, that Julia was probably packing something. If anyone was going to. Um, well, yeah. certainly Julia yeah. being the, the focus. Yeah. I just had this wonderful uh, esoteric flash into, <laughs> you know how people steal gnomes from people's front yards? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. They send photos yes. back of the yes. gnome in places. Funny. Yeah, yeah. They're just that there would be these loving shots of... Um, Julia and her little pink rabbit thing. Yeah. You know, oh, looking at the reef and, you know, the glass bottom boat. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, it would be great. Yeah. It would have, you know, lightened lightened what turned out to be a not-so-light trip. (laughs) That's right. As it turns out. Now, that's enough of those. And great. Look, off the bat, Mm. excellent to have Gilda in the first segment. Yeah, yeah, always happy. Yeah, I know. Where there was nowhere near enough of Gilda. I've got to say, even like she's rocking a t-shirt and a, some bangles and the hair's casual. Oh yeah, there was sweet Jesus. Yeah, yeah. No, she she she's put together. Yeah, she's bloody stacked. As we learned. Oh yeah, she's very stacked. Oh, my God. She's got great legs. I mean, mm. this is a bit of a love fest for Gilda. We're quite yeah. You know, we're pretty open about that. Um, but gee, she's got a pair of legs on her. Mm. Mm. Now. We have to talk to Louise, who is planning the trip. So now, or, not so much planning the trip, but discussing that she planned the trip. Yeah, about how she planned the trip. She'd mentioned several times mm. that it had cost her a lot of money as well. Yes. Which is interesting because in every other trip that has ever been done in Housewives history, there's never any mention of who pays for anything, presumably because the production company generally pays for it. Yes. Um, but she made the point several times that this trip had cost her a lot of money. Oh, I suspect that that's Louise trying to make a big deal out of it. Well, yeah, I'm sure. First it was, season, she, yeah. she can... Because whether she paid for it and it just, was yeah, it, it just It jumped out at me because it never comes yeah. up who pays for but it. But she'll have been reimbursed, right? Even oh. if she did whack it on her card, she's got um, the money back. Oh, she we, hasn't paid for that. We don't... We don't 
think that that um, Sheraton Mirage Port Douglas made them pay. Surely, no. No. Obviously, they didn't get a, a airline sponsor. No, no, they did not. No, no, they didn't. And it's two flights from Auckland, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, is it across to Brisbane? Okay, and then up to Cairns, oh, and yeah, then the bus uh, transfer, yeah, yeah. and the bus transfer. Yeah, that's right. The maxi taxi, Paul. Liam. Oh, Liam. anyway, we're jumping uh, ahead. Um, so uh, Anne is arriving for what she thinks is a um, dual a dual spray tan, but. Louise has stated, I mean, what's a holiday for but lying in the sun and drinking? Yeah. So, bottom line, Louise's reason for going to Port Douglas, let's get pissed in another country. Yeah, yeah. And look, that seems perfectly reasonable. (laughs) You know, like, Anne, I don't know what Anne sort of thought it was going to be, but... No. But, like, God, she annoys me. So as she's as she's driving, she says, Louise has invited me to her beautiful home on Paratai Drive. Now, mm. like, I'm, I often wonder if my friends, when they're on their way to my place, go, Nick has invited me to her fairly standard home on mm. Smith Street. Like, people don't talk like that. I wouldn't have thought so. It's just bullshit. But maybe if you put a GoPro in the camera, they would. A GoPro in the car, they would. What, yeah, I wonder what they do say. Now, I, I, this is interesting because all of Anne driving over to Louise's, it's very clear that Anne is a Louise fangirl. Oh, yeah. She, because she makes a lot of noise about through this episode and subsequently, Louise and I are the only people that... That have any class. Have our class. We were got brought up money correctly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we got yep. our money the right way. Yeah. We're old money in, in New Zealand. Yep. Yeah, well, and you don't really hear Louise talk that way, at least not as as no. s- as straight up about it. No, like, she'll make some barbed comments. About yeah, it, but she will, but it's not. And is it's it's that's a bit her, try hard. Really, that's her thing. Yeah, even down to the point where she's talking about you know oh, I I love uh, silver service at Louise's. Oh, it's marvelous. Who needs a, a tea for courage? You're having the wrong oh, drink if honestly, you want to have courage. Yeah, that's right. Tea is you're off to bed and have a bex. Lie down, kids. Mm. I just put there, and you're an effing snob. <laughs> I just wrote a uh, cup of tea, silver service, which Anne likes, gag. Um, they have a quick chat about mm. the couple's event at Matakana. Of course. Uh, and they think Julia thinks that they look down on her. Um, because Fancy you do. Nice. Yeah, yeah. But then, but then I've got here, then they discuss the whole sex toys issue. Yes, the and, new And, and Anne's again. comment is if they want to know the difference between them and us, them. well, that says it all. Um, them and us. Hello? You do look down on them. Them and Ugh. us. Yeah, if ever and there it's was. It's not Louise saying that. No, that, it was, I mean, I don't think Louise was necessarily disagreeing with her, but. No, no, no. But it's totally plays that, into this yeah. whole expectation we now have of Anne that she's. You know, a snob Ugh, that she's of the all, worst kind. Oh, yeah, yeah, class, blah blah blah, and then it turns out a whole lot racist. So racist! Oh my god! So racist! <sighs> yeah. The conversation about the Mongolian head. Um, yes, could you believe that? Well, I could, um, because it's Anne, and she is from the 1600s. Oh my god! But <sighs> um, so I then the whole spray tan thing, which was pretty funny. A swifty. Worrying, uh, yeah, this, uh, uh, worrying that uh, she was going to be on her own. Um, worried about having an allergic reaction because of a reaction she had to hair dye mm. from five hundred years prior. Yes, back when they used uh, asbestos. Yeah, um, I, I was. <laughs> won't wear the paper G string. Well, hang on, now we mm. need to talk. I've okay. never had a spray Yeah, no, tan. it's a thing. Yeah, I'm. Confi- they give you a paper G. Sure, and I, d- yeah. I don't doubt, right? Yeah. Because I understand it. You want to get yeah, yeah, the coverage, full coverage, and yeah. all of that sort of stuff. Yep. And I'm sure that there are even places where, yeah, no, I want full coverage, but don't put the string on. Yeah, lots of people. Yep. Sure. Like, yep. feel good about yourself. Yep. 
It was the smallest little package I have ever seen. What the actual juice? When the oh, lady it's tiny. When it they give it to you, it's like um, it's like it's they've just taken it and they crumpled it it's together like and a wet it. Weeny little sanitary napkin. Like they've wet it and yeah. it's oh, stuck together. Oh, it's teeny together. tiny. Yeah, and they usually they have like a big basket of them, and and they just whip one. It, they're tiny. There's not That's much to them. Um, so thanks, uh, hashtag Tan in the City, for your fine oh, yeah, work. Please. Yeah. Look, that is Why not? Good of, on it. Or, oh, and the smartest move by anybody. The hashtag was very clever. Yeah. Right? If you're going to do that kind of thing, because yeah. clearly you've been roped in, you're probably not getting paid. It's all for exposure at this point. Yeah. Stupid currency. Yeah. Um, wear your shirt. Wear your shirt. Why not? No, she did absolutely the right thing. And um, an excellent front-on shot at least twice. Oh, yeah. She was good. So that we, she got to say something on yeah. camera. Yeah. We got to see that. Well done. Yeah, no, she was good. Um, I I loved uh, Louise trying on Anne's Anne's jewelry, oh, the old school jewelry, the old school jewelry. I mean, look, it is old school, but you know, the, she was right about the Cartier Panther. That that shit is 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 worth, hardcore, worth a bomb. Oh yeah. Now, um, but then right, Anne re- reveals she she pops out after complaining about I'm not wearing a g string. Yeah, yeah, in come, someone's kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Well, where are you going to wear a g string, Anne? You're never going to wear a g string. We never even want to know you want to wear a g string. Yeah, don't, no, don't even no. get in that yeah. path. She's come out, wrapped in a towel. Fair enough. Yeah. You want to cover your shame. Yeah. Um, but I noticed, and and I'm hoping that it was just me, <laughs> there was very definite skin tone colour differences between her there facial were, area yeah. and the rest of her body. She was wearing a full face of makeup, Still. though. Still. Oh, yeah. I know. And that's weird. Generally, when you get a spray tan... Um, you wear no makeup because they do. You want to get the facial area. Yeah, well, they do usually do a lighter um, spray on your face, it's, and it's usually just done as a quicker spray, yeah, so there's not as much. Yeah, and so as a consequence, what's going to happen to her is because she wouldn't have been able to have her face She'll done. Have a neckline. Yeah, yeah. So she she's an idiot. That's um, awesome. Um, and look. Anne in her undies, that's more than any oh, of us need needed to see. Way but... more of Anne than I ever wanted to see. <laughs> I've got the same thing written. But I've said, still, she looks pretty good. I'm going to say... Holding it together. For Yeah, she looked pretty good. And, you know, prop, props to Anne. Um, the catch was a, yeah. that we would cut away from Anne, and admittedly it was a bit of a distant shot because we're seeing like three right. quarters... Um, look, looking okay. Yeah. But then when they we, we, we go to the, the you know the conversation afterwards, yeah. the interview thing, yeah. where she's primped and primed and all the rest of it, yeah. she looks 716 years old. Yeah, because she dresses and her hair and... Yeah, I know. If she she, could, she would look... Twi- it's a bloody... Yeah. It's seven turkey necks. She would look 20 years younger if she dressed differently I'll and did her hair, hair differently. Yeah. 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 Um, she can still wear the Cardio Panther. I'm, I'm going to allow right. that. And the effing laugh. She dropped it out again. <laughs> yeah. Just don't, I, I have made um, notes when that happens. I, I, I did. Uh, I'm sure you took this note as well. Bikinis on anyone, anyone over, over 21, 21 looks a bit, look a bit off. Thanks, Anne. Yeah, thanks, Anne. I think there are, look, to be frank, there are a few people that can get away with it. I'm not going to be classed as... Over 21? Much. I think plenty oh, yeah, of people tons. over 21. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's start at the supermodel end of town. Elle McPherson's nearly 60. Yeah. She still rocks them. Look, I, honestly, I reckon anyone who wants to wear a bikini should... Go hard. Go hard. You know... We're, we're about body acceptance, people. We really are. I would wear a bikini, except yeah, that, no, that's no, never going to no. happen. What's not going to happen? When I say anyone should wear a should be able to wear a bikini... I don't mean us. <laughs> yeah, a present company accepted, <laughs> including myself. Um, I, I myself bought a, uh, a nice one-piece this week, which nice. will never see the light of day, but it was, was pretty, that? so... Because I just don't. Hang on. Yep. You bought swimmers. Yes. They're pretty. That no that no one will ever see you wear. Well, they'll be 
covered up. I'm going to Hawaii in a few weeks, so I need swimmers. People are going to see you in the swimmers uh, when you get in the pool. What? Well, oh, I'm not getting in the that. pool. I don't. Oh, God. No. All right. I don't mean to say that to make you so confident. <laughs> and I'm sure you'll be wearing some kind of flowy caftani Yes, I will thing. be. Yeah, there'll be some Camilla involved. Well, yeah. As we'd seen yeah. Julia, right? There's mm. some kind of pool wear yes, appropriate that's right. yep. accoutrement. Um, but the idea is that you're still, you know, it's still there. Well, like, it's there. covering all the important bits, keeping yep. all the important bits, bits inside. In. Yeah, that's true. And. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm an Nick. idiot. I'm um, a sister. I do need to point out quickly before we move on that. Mm. Um, Anne and I, Anne, wow. Um, <laughs> Nick and I both take notes when we watch these, and we haven't watched an episode together for a couple of weeks. So all of this stuff where we talk about we've got the same notes, that's just... Just a coincidence. That's just us. Because we're so on the same level oh. when it comes to this stuff, and usually it's word for word the same notes. Yeah, and horrible. we pick the... When there's an oh my God moment, we've usually <laughs> both got the exact same oh my God moment. Um, uh. Yeah, but... Anyway, um, so we're back to Matakana. Right, I, I loved some some primo editing yes. here. Where so the last line we hear from Anne is bikinis on anyone over twenty one look a bit off. Next shot, Julie, Julie in, a in a bikini. And um, Q, let's be fair, this was entirely a producer who said, "Hey Julia, how about you just, just give Michael yeah. a little bit of a Michael's yeah. husband, just a little bit of a fashion show. Show him what you're going to wear, what you're going to take. Yep. He'll help you decide. Yes, yes. Um, Which my- is like pouring." Just fuel on a fire. Oh, yeah. She's so she so she prances out um, in the heels, which pisses me off because you don't wear heels with bikinis. Uh, Michael's Three kinds of people do. Yeah, okay. One of them is on this show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Michael's very happy with the whole, you know, uh, bikini parade. Mm-hmm. She, he does yeah, think she needs, needs to wear her wrap down a bit further. I've mm-hmm. got written here, oh, he's gross. Yeah. Um, uh, look, yes, but we're, we're having a very... Contrived? We're having a, a, a pretty decent insight yeah. into, a, obviously, a loving couple's relationship. Yes. So for him to say something a little bit... I like, suppose oh, it's in... Oh, how you doing? Yeah. That's his wife. It's so, yeah, and also like it's in line... Naked. Yeah, it's in line with what we know... Oh, yeah, they about, are perverts. ...about their, their, their intimate lives. They are perverts. Yeah. Uh, so we find out Julie is taking seven or eight bikinis. She can um, strut her stuff. Yeah. I mean, they're only going for a few days. That's just... That's ridiculous. Well, it's a week, isn't it? I don't know. Was it a week? I thought it was a week, but oh, then by the time you take it, it's a day to get there yeah. and a day to get back. Yeah, yeah five right. days. Anyway, Seinfeld I'm... principle feels like feels like a couple of hours. Yeah, that's right. Michael um, tells Julia that she should be the peacemaker, and <laughs> I've written. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, and Julia's pretty confident that her issue with Louise is over. Look, so yeah. And- at first, when when um, she said that, I'm like, yeah, you're dreaming, sister. But actually, it doesn't. I, I think it's water off a duck's back for yeah, Louise. I don't yeah, think she is. really cares. Yeah, because in part she leans on this thing. Well, look, Julia doesn't know what she's talking and, about. And we and as we've discussed, she does it to wind her up. So, yeah. Oh gosh. Yes. Yeah. So clearly, Julia and Louise have known each other for some time. Yeah. Because they've their power struggle relationship is Louise is is the mother hand like yep. the boss. And Julia is the, oh, I think Louise is the best. I'm going to follow her anyway. Julia is the ultimate fangirl, far more so. Oh, yeah, than, yeah. Than, um, but that she gets all upset when Louise dishes out the dirt on or, or hangs it on Yeah, her. exactly. And Louise knows that it works and off we go. Yeah. She talk, they talk about the rooming situation. Yes. And uh, Michael puts yeah. the wind up on the accommodation and who'll uh, sleep where and how that works. Could be a trailer park for all you know. <laughs> and, and look, even the concerns that, you know, oh, we, we wouldn't be sharing. Surely not. No. You wouldn't go... Like to a nice tropical holiday and have to share. Mm. 
<laughs> now, you know from that point that there's, there's sharing it. involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Julie's just going to be fun, calm and hip. Yeah, because, you know. She's, she's just going to have a great hole. And look, that's probably not a bad attitude to have. I'm going to a place that I've never been before. It's um, resort town. It's on the reef. You know, I'm going to go and have a great time because someone else is paying. Hell, yeah. Yeah. sister, I'd be packing my seven or eight bikinis. And she does point out that she's not taking anything else. Just her bikinis and her pool wear. Well, um, oh yeah, I think that's about right. But yeah. wouldn't there be some dinners that you'd go to, you think, you'd want to dress up for? Well, you just throw on a like a, a, a Camilla Caftan. Yeah, what's right at the resort? No, you put you wear that out out. You, and you do up there's this way of, of knotting up your, your Camilla. It's a whole thing. Whatever. Yeah. Um but then we find out that um it's not just the housewives going oh, to Port Douglas. No, the unofficial seventh housewife. Yes, because oh my god, Angela's taking Leah. What is happening? What because is ha- what is because she as she makes the point seven thousand times it's important for Leah to go so that I can keep the business running drink there you go it's uh, and then the whole that weird how else is she going to keep the business going what Angela does nothing nothing she does she's Leah uh, I think we need to take some notes yes I'm going to tell you to do some stuff and that you'll do it you'll do it I'm just going to go over here now and chillax yeah, and she even used the word chillax in this in this episode. But um, before they go, they need to have pretty toes. I'm all, all, I'm totally on board with that. You yes, always have a pedicure before before you go. Um, having a pedicure with your boss, um, I'm not so on board with that. Sexual harassment warning number odd, one. Odd, 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 we odd. We got a very inappropriate touch from uh, Angela to, to Leah to while miss- they were sitting next to each other. Really? Yeah, yeah. How did and, I miss and that? a bit of a, a very um, monstrous kind of. Uh, sex pest look. Oh. Yeah, it was not cool. Oh, was she's got to cool. leave her alone. But look, Angela's Instagram is just a daily inspiration, so we should all be following her. Um, but I, after she said that, so, yeah, we'll just jump down to that. Mm. Um, um, yes, her her daily inspiration for that particular day was about leaving your tea bag in the water and allowing it to... Tea baggy. Um... And uh, just uh, and allowing it to do something. I don't know. I got bored, and I've written here such bullshit. And my Instagram feed is a reflection on my business, so mm. I went and looked at her Instagram sure. feed. I'd expect nothing less. Every photo is just a photo of her, or a photo of her with someone, but it's a photo of her. Now, I guess that's a reflection should of, of her business. business if if, well, if yeah, but it brand. doesn't. It it tells me nothing of what her business is, other than it's her. This is Angela Stone Inception stuff. Yeah, it. It's such bullshit. Um, but I did love how when they were having the petty that um, she said that she wants to teach uh, Leah the importance of balance by taking her to Port Douglas. How is she going to teach her balance when all she's bringing Leah along is to do, do everything she All of her, her. work. and uh, Well, because the phone doesn't stop ringing. It ha- doesn't, I have not no, heard the, Angela's phone ring once. That's right. And so she, and she gets... Um, Teaches Leah how to answer the phone. Hello, it's Leah from Angela Stone. Oh God! Oh my God! Everything about this is. Killing and then me. while they're sitting there having it done, having the petty done, that whole dic- like it wasn't even dictating. It was just giving Leah some notes, while, mm-hmm. and she's there with her eyes closed while she gives Leah some notes. And then we have a close up of her toes, which was unnecessary. Oh, the last thing I need is any more car car troubles. trouble. <gasps> now, poor Leah at that point. 
Poor like, we've got to get Maria. her out, people. Send the foreign what? Le- I mean, send the French Foreign Legion in. Isn't that the definition of of, of what's the word I'm looking for? Passive aggressive. Um, that poor child. And then also, and I take a note. I need to contact my daughter to see when she next wants to come to Auckland. Look, sister, I don't want to be rude, but if she wanted to come to Auckland, she'd have contacted you. She seems pretty happy in church without and, you. And telling you, telling your PA to make a note about it's just it's yeah. just it's you so. You don't tell wrong. your PA to write down that I need to contact my daughter. No, no, you contact your daughter. Yeah. In fact, right then. You go, oh, I've thought... I might just go... Yeah. While I'm, while I'm having this... Uh... Just a second. I'm going to call my daughter. And you know what your PA does? No worries. Yeah. I'll just sit here and do the seven million other things you told me to do. Oh, but Angela, you know what? She probably doesn't do that because she needs to just reassure herself that she's not fake by asking Leah if if she thinks she's fake. Because that's an easy question for poor Leah to answer. Massive pause too. I love the editing. You're oh, like, yeah. Do you think I'm fake? Yeah. Yeah. No. no. Um, and then I'm not sure how they got on to it, but she was talking about Gilda. Um, oh, yeah, it's Gilda, right. Gilda she's, thinks she's quite the businesswoman, and I've got to hear, because she fucking is. She owns a business. She's not owning an Instagram account. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, she does, but, you know, she's not pretending that it's an, a reflection of her business. Look, this is the fifth reason I'm concerned about Leah, is that because she's – Angela's PA, and she's been called an intern. Mm. Is she getting paid? For no, this? she's not getting paid. And in fact, I read. Um, so all this bullshit work that Angela is landing on. Oh no, her, it's all she's not getting paid. She's just an intern. Sweet and Lord. again, the the that amazing currency exposure. Gosh, has been offered. No, she's not being paid. But so she's from France. She's like legitimately. She was in the stuff that I know is that she was in New Zealand in Auckland. Yeah. On a bit of a working holiday. Yeah. She's, She's been, been offered this, this opportunity. Yeah. All the women are getting paid. And I'm sure that it was Angela who decided that she'd be called a PA, not an intern. Because PA makes Angela sound more important. But she's not getting paid. No, that's right. Well, interns typically don't. That's what I mean. Yeah. She's not getting paid. No, she's not getting paid. How does... What... There's, oh, look, there's so much wrong with there's There is so much wrong with that whole... Angela, the sex pest, yep. has found herself some prey. It's awful. Uh, we didn't need to see them scraping the gel off the nails. Gross. <laughs> that was unnecessary. Thanks. There was just some stuff that happened. Where, oh, I don't know what that is. It looks <laughs> like she's sanding oh, no, yeah, her yeah. hands. Yeah, no, that was, that was gross. Um, Angela, again, um, bitching about Gilda. She doesn't realise that I make my own money. All I make my, my own, own money, yeah, thank you. I make my own life, and she wants me to tell her about my children and my life, and I've got to hear that, because that's what the show is about. Yeah, I, but I have to be my brand. No, in her trying to be your friend, she wants to know about you. She doesn't give two craps about Angela Stone, the brand. No, that's right. But And Leah makes... <gasps> A bit of a controversial suggestion. And Go Girl suggests that maybe, just maybe, Angela could open up a little bit, a little bit more. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen at all. No, she's a snake. Oh, In fact, the segment ends with Angela saying, let's be nasty again. She's just... What? She's an awful, awful human. For all of this stuff at the start where she was trying to be all, you know, the better woman and all yeah. that sort of stuff, now it's just like, no, I'm intentionally yeah. going, going to, to be a cow. Yeah. Let's... Oh, no, she's... A, oh. Now, the next oh. eight minutes of discussion are terrifying because what we see next is the next generation of Anne. Yes, we do. Now, I will promise you 
that this this young little boy Rowan, the nephew of Anne, mm. who's coming out for a high tea with his auntie Anne. Yep. Let's call her what she is. Yeah. Um, the woman born in the sixteen hundreds. <laughs> I reckon Rowan's actually about eighty eight. And he's got a picture in an attic somewhere. Right. You reckon he's like um Brad Pitt in um uh, Benjamin, no, what's that? Benjamin, Benjamin Button. Button. Yeah. No, I don't think he's reverse, <laughs> he's reverse aging. I think he's um, he's the guy. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it now. I should have done some research. You know that 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 stays young and the picture. Oh yes, in the yes, attic yes. Ages. Gets, yes, gets older. Yeah, I, that's what's going on. And he's waiting for Auntie Anne to die so that he can so take, he can take over, over the everything. over the empire. Look, Which is why he's happy to be put through the hell. Bless right now. Now we're not going. We we are. That's that's. Really, the only I don't even think that's necessarily a negative thing to say about Rowan. I thought he was the sweetest kid in the whole world for half of it. Well, he, uh, and then he became a conservative commentator. He look, he did a bit about the about the um, about the, the macaron and no, but bless him. No, punch him. <laughs> that's what I'd say. Drop uh, him off. This a and this not not his first time at the rodeo. Oh, his no, second gosh, high tea. I mean, more tea. It's starting to sound very Real Housewives of Melbourne. <laughs> but I like, like that was so funny. This is my second high tea. Honestly, my kids' version of high tea would be having your Starbucks in instead of takeaway. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, the, oh, mine is my kids get some chicken crimpies for afternoon. There tea. you go. Yeah. Um, now, I wrote down the, shit. Rowan is a snob too. <laughs> His, the last tea he had was Chinese white tea. So oh, Anne, no. oh, and 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 some racist head pops out. Oh. Um, yes, the Chinese like that kind of thing. Thanks, Anne, for that. Really, thanks, Anne. Really, Ooh, and then there's the whole Rowan. serviettes. Look, I'm going to forgive Rowan for this because for him saying paper serviettes aren't the best. That's not something he would have said. He only said that in reply to Auntie Anne. Oh, no, there's no question. He was trying to impress Auntie Anne. Yeah. And he is he is doing his best through the whole process. Um, when she asks him about the macaron, yeah. this... <laughs> like, what is he? Seriously, he's probably 10. No, he's 12. We hear 12. that. 12, yeah. we hear that, Yeah, right? he's 12. So he's 12, right? Yep. He should be caring about girls. No, games, it's too early for girls. Computer games. Computer games, yes. He should be caring about not high tea and no, not, not tea, tea and white tea. Especially and not like 500. Not macarons, right? He, what's his response, uh, Nick, oh, when I she asks got, him? Uh, I had a little um, technical incident. Okay. So uh, you're going to have to provide the response. No offence to, to the, the cook sh- is what he called the cook, but I'd say this is average at best. Okay, yeah, it's hard to blame that on Arnie Ann. But also Punk. macarons are a bit shit. They're well, highly overrated. Well, look, and we, we have we're, – we're really on the tail end of the macaron phase, aren't mm-hmm. we? Like, they're lovely if you can find a good one. And my favourite of all is lavender. There was a macaron place yeah, in Rock Lee you know, that just... used to make these incredible macarons. Yeah. They, they basically closed down now. I mean, macarons are pretty. Give me yeah. a cupcake any day. Oh, look, I think if you've got a nicely – like a really nicely chilled one yeah. that's that's got a good um, – Foot – Filling, it tastes really nice. Yeah. The 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 what you I'm not. It's not cream pat, whatever it is in yeah, the middle yeah. of it. Wow! Listen to you, cream pat. Oh, I know a little bit about the cooking things. Yeah. Um, and sorry, Auntie Anne reveals herself to be the queen of etiquette. Now, rubbish. I have, so she's teaching Rowan um, how to drink his cup of tea, <gasps> and then takes him through a few etiquette lessons. Now, I'm just putting it out there. I'm just not sure. It's I've written. Totes appropriate to teach a twelve-year-old how to hold a champagne glass. 
I said stop at the champagne lessons. He's twelve. <laughs> I know. Like the first, the first experience this kid is going to have with sparkling anything is passion pop. When he's 16, as it should be, and he has to be holding the bottle by the neck, by the neck, and chugging it, it down his That's throat. right. Um, don't be teaching a twelve-year-old how to hold a glass of champagne. Oh, and that bloody laugh again. Yeah, oh. I know. And poor Rowan gets the cutlery question wrong. Yeah, I did wow. feel for him when he answered it. I'm like, no, because you know. It- it's like when enough. someone answers the wrong question on Millionaire. Yeah, like I was like, "Oh, Rowan, you're going to regret that." Now, but and what would it, how would a normal human react when you know if they're with a nephew or a friend, mm. a young person, mm. and and the young person makes a little bit of a gaff, yes, about etiquette, it doesn't do it, no. just talks about it. Yep. How would a normal person react, Nick? They just say, "No, sweetie, it, like you wouldn't, you, you'd have a little laugh about it." You just wouldn't make the kid feel bad about it. Auntie fucking Anne. Like. Big black mark, What a mole. What? Big black mark. I've got to hear poor Rowan. Like, his little heart was breaking. See, this is where I was like, the poor kid. You know? (sighs) And then. then, um, Have you ever thought about children, Have you ever tried to have children? That's when I I did for a moment think, wait, what sort of 12-year-old asks their seven thousand year old aunt. <laughs> what an odd question! Like, was that planted? Do you I reckon? Just, no, by I the... just saw it as consistent with the absurdity of the entire scene. Did you? I thought it was like, like, and then for Anne's response. Oh no! This is where it got out of hand, right? I've it was never bubbling. Had, no, I've never had sex, Rowan. Well, I'm like, we need. Okay, so we need a seal team for Rowan. How good was Rowan's response? Oh, TMI. Yeah, TMI. Yeah. At TMI least indeed. you know. So look, I'm I'm forgiving Rowan for a couple of the. Um, you could almost say it was a shell shocked moment. Like he just that he, his behaviour. He did not see that. Was impacted. Yes. By the fact that Auntie Anne is a complete vampire. Yeah. Um. Or or, or Stockholm syndrome. So for all of the build up that we've had about poor Douglas, poor Douglas, poor Douglas, poor Douglas. Yeah. We're in poor Douglas. And. How did we get from a high tea to Port Douglas? But but can we just just that whole um, segment of of high tea with Rowan? Yes. Why? Oh, I think as much as anything else, it's to engender um, Anne and to prove her more as this uh, class war racist. Okay. Oh know? yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. This is have a look at Anne. She's out having a high tea. Yeah. Okay. She drinks okay. Nephew. Yep. No, no. I should That's have seen that. How embarrassing! It. I didn't see that. All right, but we've arrived. As we spoke before, uh, no. No airline featured, no plane. Yes, yeah, so, so no, no airline no sponsor. sponsor. And we're just seeing them pull up in Port Douglas. No, that's right. So no, even no limousine sponsor. No. Just this big black sort of, you know, reasonably okay limo van thing. Yeah. And then Paulie. And then Paulie. And, and they probably didn't even need need a sponsor for the maxi taxi. Leah probably had to pay for it herself. Oh, don't. Um, getting don't out know. of the maxi taxi. How's the fashion? Oh, very. Locked and loaded. Yeah. Um... They're in resort wear 101. They, uh, yeah, they, their resort wear was on point, um, yeah. except for Leah. No, but look, we can't. We can't. They have her in costume. The they have her in costume. Yeah, those oversized glasses. Yeah, I know. There's no way. And the high necklines. Really, and... She never really wears them. You know what? She's I reckon that's how. Smoking rack. I re- I'm sure she has. She's probably, you know, hot as. Yeah. But I reckon the way Leah dresses is how Anne dressed when she was. You know, a teenager, don't you reckon? Like oh. with the high neck and the little and the pussy bow, and you know. Yeah, all she needed is some plats, and yes, we could start selling real um, of Auckland at five um, bucks a minute. But then, 
we find out about the sleeping arrangements. Now, I this the this annoyed me a little bit in that it was so contrived because as if you would go on a trip like this without having previously organised your sleeping arrangements. But yeah, everyone would have known before they landed but, yeah. what was going on. I just wanted to quickly point out that poor Leah's become the Inspector Clouseau. Oh, she really has. The like, like Almost to the point where if there's some sort of foible trip over the waiter yep. kind of moment... It's going to be Leah. Leah's going to be involved. Um, they cannot believe that she's brought Leah and no, I'm with them. PA gate, top of the next page. <laughs> PA gate starts... And it does bubble through this episode quite nicely. Yep. I'm, now, before we get to room allocations, because they are yep. super important to everything they really that happens are. for the rest of the episode. Yep. When they talk about the room allocations, mm. in and of itself, I'm, I'm a little bit like, well, look, it sucks. I, I don't necessarily want to share. And I'm, I don't know what they're imagining. Mm-mm. I'm imagining. Yeah, I don't like, like a sharing. twin double yeah. bed yeah. room kind of deal. Yeah, I'm imagining they're in the hotel part of yeah, the... Yeah. Yeah. And in which case, it would be you walk in and there's two queen-size double beds. But it's not beds, like that. And you think, well, okay, that's going to be awkward, but we'll manage. Look, and to be frank, didn't pay for it. Yeah. What have we got to complain about? Exactly. Before they even know where they're staying. Yeah, what? Why do I have to share? I can't share. This is horrible. Who's the biggest complainer? A Julia. Followed very, very closely by Anne. Anne. Sorry, yes. No, Julia later on, but Anne. Anne and Louisa together. And... Like, there's only the two of them together. They are all horrified. Oh, everyone's horrified. But, so we, this is how we get, and this, is, I think, is a rort. Angela and Leah get their own villa, as it turns out. Yes. Angela Which and looks Leah. like the same um, style of villa as Anne and Louise. So, that's a fancy villa. Look, there's fancy villa. So, yeah. So, they're not staying in the hotel part. No, of they're the, down the path. They're down the path in the villas, which yeah. are terribly fancy. Facing onto the golf course. Really? You know, you're either looking uh, into the swamp or you're looking into the <laughs> beach. That, that's, but either way. Yeah, you're doing all right. You know, it's not, it's not a typical hotel room. So, yeah. any any um, sympathy we might have had for any out of the them. Yeah, forget out that. Out the window. No. So, Angela and Leah, yeah. there really should have been some night you know, sort of green screen security camera deal shots in there. How good would that have been? Definitely Angela was creeping to try and get into Leah's bedroom. Yep. Um, Anne and Louise shared and then... Yeah, no, fair enough. I mean, honestly, if Anne had said she had her own villa, I'd be okay with that because, you know, she organised it. If Louise had said she'd got her own villa. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be all right with that. Anne and Angela and Leah. Yes. Wasn't expecting that, so sorry, ladies, you three have to share. And honestly, that's what, what should have happened because I feel like Leah needed an ally. Anyway. Yes. Uh, and then Gilda, Michelle and Julia. Oh, hang on. I did love how um, what, when Anne and Anne and uh, Louise were sort of settling in, Anne's bitching about having to carry her bags up those jolly stairs um, and, and they point out the nice kitchen and Louise says, you can make me scrambled eggs in the morning. Yes. <laughs> yeah. like Anne's not even nothing, nothing. Uh, not a little bit funny. Was a bit funny. Um, Clearly money is tight. Anne isn't used to sharing. No. Um, but there are so many attempts by a number in the group when all of that's being laid out, particularly people like Gilda and Michelle and even yep. Louise, of course, she's running the show. Yeah. We'll just make the best of it. Yep. It'll be fine. And, and we'll have a great right. time. Yeah. Like how bad Again, can it be? At that point, we assume all before they've seen the villas, which are freaking amazing. Yeah. Like we're not talking a little cupboard. They've got a full kitchen, separate lounge, you know, the, the living space, the dining table and then the couches. They're proper... Bigger than apartment, 
villas. They're, but they're, they're two. They're only two bedroom, aren't they? Or no, no. Well, bedroom? the Julia, Michelle, and Gilda. It's they a three bedroom. Three bedroom. Right. Yes, because I we go to their. Because we go to their. Michelle bags bags as her room first. Um, she walked into the the two twin the two singles and said, "I'm not having that one." Walked and straight walked out. straight out. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, anyone would. Um, yeah, yeah, gosh. <laughs> bags as her room um, doesn't take the twin. Yes. They shoot upstairs. Well, Gilda goes upstairs because she goes. Oh, the girls are rushing around trying to get a bedroom down. So oh she well, go, I'll oh, go upstairs. So she goes upstairs. Hello, and, master and bedroom. Claims the fair enough. Ensuite, the whole shebang, right? Like that's the the money shot up there. Yeah, it was beautiful. Like, and clearly the nicest room. I bet Michelle was really pissed off that she'd sort of grabbed the oh, what yeah. was obviously the second double double yes. room, um, the pairs room. Yes, and which obviously left the twin to Julia, who was not having right, a bar. There was of it. lots of tension between Julia, Michelle, and Gilda at that point. I mean, what a baby! <sighs> Just Anne, give it to me. Oh, just give it to me. Just we'll you hit give her it. in a second because mm. Anne simultaneously is continuing to be a snob over in her and Louise's villa. Meanwhile, oh, yes. <laughs> meanwhile, uh-huh. Angela and Liam yeah. have walked in, and the first thing that Angela says. Shut the door, dear. And then smells, smells a, bit a bit damp. damp. I, Must be Australia. I guess that's Australia. What? Get out. And then. Get this, out. This is going to be the perfect office for Leah. <gasps> I know. She's so awful. Leah, t- uh, this uh, this bit I love. Leah, take your laptop out and Leah takes out her file of facts. What? <laughs> what person? Because apparently it's 1983. What person drags their PA to Port Douglas from Auckland mm. and then expects them to spend five days in the villa? In the villa. While you're office. off gallivanting. Yeah. Mate, the minute that woman no, was look, out the door, I'd be gone. If if there is actual real work to do, sure. But, it's, but that involves the person who you're working for being around for a chunk of it. As as a general rule, contributing. yes. Contributing. Yeah. Um, um so back to back to Anne and Louise. And yes. Louise takes the, the best room, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And I love Anne. Um just because you're the organizer doesn't mean you have to take the best room and I've got um, but, Yes it does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Anne, you are you're losing here. We cut quickly back to the Gilda Michelle this Louise, the three amigos. Now, Gilda's claimed up. There's a standoff. Louise wants it bad, and Michelle's backing Gilda. Oh, but she was up here first. No, Julia wants it bad. So Julia wants yeah. it bad. No, Louise. Julia. Sorry, I wrote down the yeah, yeah. No, Julia wants it bad. Michelle's backing Gilda. Oh, yeah. she got up here first. Gilda's sitting on the bed, laying Gilda on the bed. Gilda has every right to it, and Julia says, someone's got to have this room, and, and it might as well be me. And it's got- unfair that she gets the singles. How so? How so? Like... And then comes up with, oh, because I'm the blonde one. Oh, yeah, I wrote that. And down. then, because you two know each other, so you should be downstairs. Give me one good reason why I should give you this room. I'm the blonde one. Jesus. And then a, a, a piece of Gilda Gold, which I think is what we should call yeah, Gilda's yeah, great line. A piece of Gilda Gold. It's not like she paid for it. No. <laughs> so- Look, honestly, the first thing that you would do if you walked into that room and saw there was two single beds, quick ring to reception. Hi, I'm in Villa Sickety 2. Mm. Is there a chance that these two singles come Can together be... and become a king size bed? And oh, there's not. You... But hey, we'll arrange it for you, ma'am, because you're you part just... of that television show. Oh, hello, suck it up. I know, suck it up. I, it, I like it wasn't even so much that she wouldn't take it. It was that that her Julia's complete um, conviction. That she should have yes. the big room for no reason. There wasn't. There were 
I mean, aside from the ridiculous excuses she was giving or reasons, like there was no good reason. If she had organised the trip, if she had organised anything, Anything. if she had done anything to contribute to this, maybe you could make a case for it, but under no circumstances. If she had proven to be anything but entirely selfish in every other episode we've seen her in. Yeah, but who does the big thing? Gilda. Of course, Gilda. She well, you can look. And to be frank, I'd give it up too. Yeah, I would have turned just to uh, yeah. stop the endless moaning that was taking place. Then, let alone what would have happened had you dug your heels in and gone, "No, get yeah. downstairs. I'm staying here." Yeah. So no, Gilda is the grown up and takes the room downstairs, and you know, God love her. Which makes something that happens in the next episode even more outrageous. Oh yes, it does. Anyhow, <sighs> um, so. Oh, look, we need to leave them alone because I'm just going to get far too angry at, at, uh, at Julia. Um, we have to go over to Angela and Leah, where from the you know the the loft view, she's looking down. Leah, Leah, Leah. And, <laughs> yes, make me a tea, will you? I want to feel like a shardy. That doesn't go together. Look, this first, no manners. Secondly, oh no, she was awful. There was no pleas. Come downstairs and get it yourself, you slack dog. <laughs> Thirdly. What about offering her one? I wonder what mole is in, in French. I wonder what mole is in Maori. I, I know. Uh. Angela. <gasps> um, um, so yeah. we're back to the three amigos, they're, they're, the three non-amigos. They're settling um, their differences over some bubbles. Yeah. Um, and Angela's trying to stand up for uh, – uh, sorry, Julia is trying to stand up for Angela. Yes. Um, over – over bringing Leah because she feels like she's being picked on, doesn't maybe she doesn't have any other friends. Um, maybe and, she brought her for moral support or some other sort of support. Oh, but Michelle, that's my line. I know. I'm sorry. We spend too much time together. Um, Michelle and Gilda um, don't trust Julia no. because she flip flops, and they're right. She does. Yep. She says what? Like she she tries to take a position. She's a fence sitter. Oh, Gilda calls it out. Angela doesn't have a backbone. Yeah. Not, and she's perfectly right. There is not a thing about Angela that's shown her to be someone that is going to stand up and stand on her own two feet and try and establish friendships no. and try and do anything. It's just Angela trying to exist in her world and expects everyone to come She to has her. a real sense of entitlement that oh. because of who she is, which we still haven't really established, um, that people should... Forgive her automatically for anything dopey that she does. Yep. Um, should understand why she takes a position on something. She's, yeah. Angela, cut back to her. She mm. does tell Leah that we have to sit down and tick off the list. Yes. If I was Leah, I'd just be going through going tick, 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 tick. Done. Yep. See you in four days. And, you know, Angela tells us that Leah is learning to juggle. She's learning a lot. Now, not least of which, how to be bloody shocking. Is this um, uh, is this where she's? Oh no, this isn't where she's ironing. That's a bit later. But she t- yes. she keeps calling a deer, which just I uh, wanted to stab her in the eye with a fork every yeah. time she said deer. Um, you get back to it, dear. I'm just going to chillax before I see the girls. I, I, it's so much. Just it hurts. It physically is a pain now. Just having Angela existing is a pain. And then, so obviously. Um, Leah was busy doing all the work because she didn't get invited to the Barbados bar. That's right. Drinks. We have to settle in and, and set the tone. 
So let's have some drinks. Look, lovely shot. Nice. Lovely opportunity. Marina, yeah. Beautiful. All looking good. Um, beautiful uh, cocktails and drinks oh, yeah. being brought over to them. Gilda, I've got to hear, Gilda is fanging for a bevy. She, oh, <laughs> she, she needs. She bad. Yep. Mind you, so is Julia. Oh, yeah, because. <laughs> the poor that waiter. poor waiter. Oh, he's leaning down to put it. He's, uh, he it was his taught, moment. Right? Your point, your chance at that point, Mr. Waiter, is you go, here's my tray of drinks. Yep. I'm going to put the tray of drinks down and serve them off the surface. Not, I will hold the tray mm. of drinks and dish them my out. My heart broke time. a little bit for him. Because exactly what happens, the tray balanced yep. wrongly. Yeah. Two of the long stem drinks gone, like on the ground, broken on the floor. Yeah. Um, no, I felt very sorry for him. Not even a little bit sorry for Julia, despite the fact that her drink was still on the tray. And, you oh. know... Why, hello, drink. my drink's there. Stupid mole. So we have to refresh the drinks, though. And yes. we are in the home stretch now because we're still settling in. We're still preparing for what Port Douglas is going to hold for us. Yeah. Julia, the perpetual child. Oh, my God. Thinks that it's a good idea to play. And she doesn't even get the name right. Okay? No, it's supposed to be Never Have I Ever. Never Have I Ever. Everyone who watches Ellen knows that it's called Never Have Never I Ever. Never Have I Ever. Not I Have How Ever. How does it work for those that don't know? Okay, I've know. written here in all caps, bad idea, bad idea, oh, bad idea, bad idea. The alarms popped up around the, the edges so, of my screen. So someone... Um, Comes up with a statement like, I have never had a tattoo. Never have I ever had a tattoo. Yes, if you're doing it properly. Never have I ever had a tattoo. If you have had a tattoo, you drink. I did love that Gilda couldn't wrap her head around it. I thought that was was hilarious. And I'm with her too. Like, it's it's the verbal equivalent of not being able to do star jumps. Like, (laughs) it is. It's like... You know what to do. We you, have to film that by the end of the season. No, yes. no. Um, so, but so it was really cute that she couldn't with each one. But it, we, we covered off some big topics. We did. You know, a Gilda. What's the purpose of the game to get to know each other or get drunk? Well, both. You copy that. Fine. And depending on which group of friends you're doing this with, it's either just a, a dainty sip of your or bevy, a chug, or it's a you skull. skull what yeah. is left in your cup. Or it's shots and you just have oh, these yeah. glasses lined up on the table and it's a world of pain ahead of you. Yeah. I mean, um, I didn't know about this being used as a drinking game. Really? Yeah. Only because... How old's your son? Yeah, I know. I know. Where is I he know. this week? Yeah. No, he didn't go to preschoolies. Really? Yeah, no. How is uh, preschoolies a thing? Well, I didn't. How embarrassing that I didn't know it was a thing. And anyway, it turns out it's a big thing. Um, he didn't go to preschoolies only because he's uh, saving his rubles for actual schoolies. Actual schoolies. Um, and those prostitutes aren't going to buy them. I see. That's no. right. Um, but no, I'm only, really only familiar with Never Have I Ever from watching Ellen. Sure. And of course, there's no drinking. Well, I'm sure there is, but not. As a matter of interest, will your son be uh, of legal age when he goes to schoolies? No. Unfortunate. No. You'll just have to watch all his friends drink. I I know. What a shame for him. Damn. Uh, Most Queensland kids aren't. Well, I definitely I turned 16 after schoolies. And that's why um, New South Wales and Victorian schoolies, which is always... Wreck it for everyone. Typically, the week after Queensland schoolies, it's no big deal because they're almost all of age because they all turn 18 in their year 12 year. Whereas Queensland um, kiddies... Turn seventeen, general. I mean, there's a few who are eighteen, but um, but yeah, no, he'll be. In fact, he turns seventeen um, yeah. in about three weeks. So, 
No, he's yes. a young one like me. He is a young one. So, but so he wouldn't know anything about drinking games, Steve. Definitely not at preschool. It's because he's not there. And yeah, preschoolies is definitely a thing. <laughs> it really is. Um, so, first question, uh, have Julia. Have you ever had your hair dyed? Oh, lame, lame. I have never had my hair dyed. No, All, never have I ever. Come never on, have I ever. Get it right. All drink except Julia. Yes. Uh, which I don't believe for a second. Yes. I think Julia's never. Never have I ever dyed. been vegetarian. Who cares? Lame. Who cares? Who cares? Um, Never have um, I ever had a boob job. Now we're talking. Okay. Um, and I, Louise, see, I, I've got a soft spot for Louise. Well, I had a big fat ass and I was too small up top. Yep. That's funny, fair, fair enough. And I love the justification for it. Um, they've been mentioned in the press. <laughs> it's almost like, well, great, now I can claim them on tax. Why not? You're probably good anyway if you're in the job But is she the only one who who um, owned up to having a boob job? I think so. Certainly there was... She was the only one they made any made it a thing about. Then the one um, night stand, Michelle. I've never had a one night stand. Um, Angela drinks. Oh no, this was the affair. No, no, this was the one night stand. The next one, because I've got oh, none of right. the Angela others. Drinks the one night stand. Yeah, and then the next one, Michelle and Michelle. I thought protested the fact that she protested at all. She said, "I've never had an affair, and I haven't." That last line, I thought. That's two, yeah, that's yeah, two yeah. sidestep reveals from Michelle. And drinks. Yes. And drinks because she did in the 1600s. Yes. And um, Angela drinks because she know. had an affair when she was 17 with a 20-year-old. Which opens up a whole other conversation about is it really an affair? Are you just a young person? He was in a relationship. Um, Who hasn't fallen in love with someone, someone when you're with someone else? Says uh, Angela. Plenty the rest of people. Of the universe? Um, people that can control their urges? Um, I, I was quite worldly. I'm quite worldly. They all think that I'm, you know, Miss Prim and Proper, but I, actually I'm quite worldly. See, I this is another great sign that Angela is either clawing her way back from being a real wild child and trying to play proper, mm. or she is well out of her depth and trying to play like... You know, oh no, no, I've got, I, I can be crazy too. See, I I've think, had my moments. I think it's the latter because yeah. I reckon every single one of them could say when they were seventeen they had a fling with someone three Gosh. years older. Like, um, who didn't break someone's heart when they were seventeen? Yeah. So, and the reason none of the others drank at that point because that's not having an affair. Yeah. Um, in the in the sense of the word that I think Michelle meant it when she raised it, <laughs> and said that Angela was too young to know what she was doing. She's probably right. This this from the eight hundred and sixty year old woman. <laughs> God, but enough of the drinking games. We're not getting no to more any drinking meat. games. We're not getting to any good stuff. So we have to move on. Yes, time for an announcement. Now, all good Real Housewives holidays have a couple of these. Yes, they do. The first one gets to be from Lou for this trip, and it's, and a, it's pretty a good, good one. one. Yeah, I've chartered a boat. It's a big boat. Now it's not a little dinghy, kids. It's nah. not a little catamaran. Sixty-eight footer. If yeah, you and mind. who who one asks uh, uh, who asks the question? You know, is it big? Because it's oh, important somebody. for it to be big. One of them. Anyway, so they make a point that it's big. Yeah, oh, there's a big boat. They're yeah. gonna have a great time. They have barely finished that conversation. No, the 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 like the word um, bubble is still hanging in yeah. the air when Angela says, I've also put something together and honestly the Louise, blood drained from Louise's Louise's face. face. Like She's gonna punch her. I thought she was just gonna glass her. Yeah, Truly. Yeah. Find a bit of broken glass still on the ground. <laughs> just like that. And she would have been completely justified. So they're going <laughs> they're going via helicopter to Silky Oaks Lodge to see a spiritual healer. For some healing. 
Now, I really did hope that it was what's her name from the first episode. Oh, please. Pulling out the daggers. The I was really that, hoping that, um, that maybe she was making a special guest appearance. The lady that commented on um, yeah. on Decided TV, we publish these on DecidedTV.com as well. Uh, she commented on the first episode. Yes, she did. Backing herself up, saying yeah, that same. all of that chakra bullshit is legit. And, and she did a, a degree and in, yeah, in pulling... Did. You know, chakra daggers out and eh. the wrong way through the person. Oh, um, uh, good lord! And Anne, you know, Anne's only question: Will there be champagne? Do yeah. Julie's uh, upset because it's uh, not Julie. Sorry, Louise is upset because this is Angela stealing her thunder, and she's bloody right. Yeah, totally. Like, save it for the end of the day. We've had this lovely day on the thing. Guess what, guys? I've arranged something for us tomorrow. Which is exactly what um, Gilda says, because another piece of Gilda Gold was, yeah. was when she said it is. it was in bad taste, not not just to announce it, but not to let Louise know privately yeah, yeah. as a separate thing. And as we know, Louise is in charge of this trip. This when is you're her hosting trip. the trip, you own the itinerary. You really do. So it was, it was really poor form. It was just another example of Angela... Not knowing what's appropriate, what's not. Yeah, yeah. She's just... So Julie's in for the helicopter, except for all that spiritual shit. Yeah. Lou is upset because it's her boat. Yep. Like, that's just been entirely overlooked now. Yeah. But let me tell you, when we see the boat, it's amazing. Oh, no, the boat's something special. Gilda's out. No chanting for me. She doesn't want oh. a part of it. No. Um, and she doesn't get to have a part no, of it. No, as we later. find out very very soon. Well, tensions rise, boat v helicopter. It's bubbling away even just at that point. Mm. But that's the episode because <sighs> next time, next time. Oh, my God. They, uh, Housewives franchises haven't seen anything like this in, well, I'm not sure, ever. And it could, look, I would have thought that by now we would have had something like this out of maybe Atlanta or even uh, Beverly Hills. Yeah. You know, we would have seen some fairly hardcore stuff. No. Nothing like bam, this. Bam. So, next episode, it's bikinis, people getting in touch with their spiritual yoga sides. Yep. And who said effing what? That's where we're up to. It's big. Nick McLachlan, what an episode. Oh what a journey God. we've been on. And at first I was like, there wasn't a lot in this episode, but actually... There was just lots of bits. There were lots of bits that didn't necessarily hold together, but they gave us plenty to talk about. They certainly did. Mm. Um, look, the important thing is, people, that you're enjoying the ride with us. Um, we, we're dropping these episodes after every episode of The Real Housewives of Auckland airs in Australia. So those that uh, friends of ours in New Zealand that are tacking onto it, I know that's about five days after you've seen yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But that's as soon as we but can get But thank you for, uh, you know... Oh, please. For... for, for hanging in with us. For our American friends, however you're seeing it, I don't know, but congratulations. And welcome. Welcome, please. And uh, for all of the Aussies listening, and I hope that this is scratching the itches that it's scratching for us. Because oh. holy snapping all the ducks. Yeah. It's it's getting I'm bleeding from the scratching. It's it's that good. Nick McLachlan, how can people oh. find you on the internet? Oh, they can find me on Twitter at Nick McLachlan. McLachlan. Uh, I still haven't taught Siri no. how to say it properly. Um, uh, Instagram at Nick McLachlan, uh, Snapchat, same, and Facebook, Nicole McLachlan. So much so it. much Nick McLachlan. I know. I'm omnipresent. You're a brand. <laughs> I am uh, Steve Mulk. You can find me on Twitter, at Steve Mulk. I also write for DecidedTV.com. Uh, I put out a little email newsletter you should sign up for at MulksTVTalk.com. Uh, look, the Real Housewives of Auckland just keep giving and giving and giving. And I have to say, 
with what's coming next week, I think they've given all they can. There'd be very little else to give. Malk's TV Talk, the podcast.